Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana and I have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Stina and we're going to be talking about her business and some of the changes that she's going to be making to it and uh, I just want to welcome you to the podcast. Stina, are you there? Thank you so much. Yes, I am here. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so excited and honored to be here. Oh my goodness. So I know we're just getting acquainted. I know our audience just wants to get acquainted a little bit with you. So let's just start by telling me, who are you? What kind of business do you have? Tell us all the good stuff to help us get to know uh, you and potentially uh, this higher calling that we're going to be unlocking today in this session. Okay. Well, I am first and foremost, a mother of five. Oh, dang. In addition awesome. to that, okay. yes. <laughs> Um, so I have five, five children under the age of 10. And in addition to being, um, a mother, I have a healing business. I incorporate all kinds of holistic modalities, energy healing, aromatherapy, crystal therapy, flower therapy. And in this past year, I've incorporated coaching. And at first I was doing more like life coaching, but I really feel this call to step it up or to shift and to shift to more of a business coach. Um, The main struggle that I'm having right now is kind of like analysis paralysis. I've heard people refer to it where Mm -hmm. I'm overanalyzing like me and my business and trying to show up being completely authentic because like I don't have all the answers to my business and you know, I, I do know that I can still help people, but 
I kind of struggle with accepting that and embracing it and then like actually doing it. Okay. So, so let's get to this then let's figure out. So this, let me just ha- make sure I, cause I want to make sure I'm reading that I answer your question. So in a question form, like what is the biggest challenge that you're struggling with? I would definitely say if I had, if I had to formulate it as a question, it would be, um, like, how do I get over my insecurities and step up to be the leader that I know I am meant to be? Okay, let's do it. Okay, so we're going to start with the okay, three main um, planets. And I'm, I know I'm talking to someone who's very um, educated in astrology, so it's always a pleasure to meet a fellow astrologer. So I um, just wanted to like, recognize that in you. Um, so we're going to talk about the three main planets first. Uh, obviously, you know your sun sign is in the sign of Scorpio. You've got your moon in the sign of Cancer, and you're rising in the sign of Aquarius. So this is an interesting combination in that you have your double water sign, and you have Aquarius as your rising sign, and you also have a Scorpio stellium. I think you have four signs. I'm going to double check that. You have four signs. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, you've got Scorpio, Mercury, Sun in Scorpio, Saturn in Scorpio, and your 12th house is ruled by the Scorpio. So there's four Scorpio. So you, I have a Scorpio stellium. So fellow Scorpio stellium is also, um, you know, it's just that when, even though you've got your your son, your son is in Scorpio, which is how you see yourself, but you are like, so Scorpio. Do you feel that you are just very much Scorpio? Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. So kind of, so, but the interesting part of that is it's not necessarily how other people see you. So your son is, I like to think of it as like your secret sauce. So it's what, how you see yourself. It's how you feel inside. It's all those things that kind of, um, that make you help you to understand more of who you are. Uh, and Scorpio being ruled by Pluto is all about the science. They're like the detectives of the Zodiac. You let, you're the investigators. You want to get to the root of um, what's going on. Uh, you want to understand the foundational pieces. You don't want to understand, as I always use the analysis, you don't want to swim ever in the shallow end of the pool. It's like either we're going to get deep or I'm going to be bored. And that's yeah. the, the gift of Scorpio. So I like to think of it as, as your secret, your secret specialty sauce. It's kind of, it's not how necessarily how other people see you, but it's something that you sprinkle on everything that you do. So if your question and your struggle has to do with, you know, how do I get over these insecurities of uh, stepping up and being the leader that I'm meant to be? Well, Scorpio is just basically saying, well, we got to dig deeper. We got to get to the root of what is preventing us from doing that. So that's going to be the challenge that we can kind of step into today as we do this reading. Okay. So you've got your Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You've got your moon in the sign of cancer. Okay, so I always bring up the moon. I think that the moon is one of the most important signs when we're talking about a higher calling, uh, when we're talking about, you, you mentioned the word insecurity. Well, that's a feeling. The moon is our feelings. It's uh, our soul. It's all that inner stuff. And I like, to, I like to say that your inner world, I mean, it does affect your outer world, but it's your inner world actually affects your entrepreneurial world. Uh, most people, you know, a lot of business coaches out there are like, oh, you know, keep your emotions out of your business. They don't belong there. But 
I truly believe there's a shift in the, in the cosmically, uh, energetically that actually it's our, it's our emotions that are really fueling us and giving us the momentum and the, uh, the energy to really bring our dreams to life. So if we leave our emotions out of this, it's like they were robots. So this is important to um, your higher calling and, and kind of stepping in and seeing where is this insecurity coming from? And in this case, you've got it in the sign of cancer. So cancer is a water sign. They are the mothers of the zodiac. They are ruled by the crab. So I like to think of, of cancer as the, uh, you know, they're, they're all about creating community. They're all about creating um, um, a family, whether it's a virtual family, whether it's a sisterhood, whether it's, you know, you've got five kids, you've got your mother, um, but they're really about uh, being of service to others, but not in the sense like a Virgo being a service. It's more about, um, you know, keeping the family together. And in this case, you know, if you look at the shadow sides of cancer, um, that they tend to not put enough focus on themselves. It's always Absolutely. about everybody else, right? So the problem with that, especially when we're talking about how to kind of rip through the, the, the barriers that are preventing us from be, really being holistic leaders of tomorrow, is that we've got we've to have a little chit chat with cancer. We've got to find out like, you know, we love that you're the family, you know, that you're the mother of this family. We love that you put food on the table or you bring us, you nourish us with your healing, with your aromatherapy and your flowers. But when's the last time, you know, you really took time for yourself, uh, not just like on a day-to-day -day base, you know, like um, baths and things like that, but really, you know, use that Scorpio energy to dig deeper into how does cancer feel? Why do they feel that they have to crawl in their shell and hibernate after they've given so much love and attention to everybody else? It's like they're trying, they're cocooning. They're trying to recalibrate because they've exhausted their own inner resources. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes, when we that, think that about, hits, that hits home. Yeah. So when you think about where the insecurities are coming from, whether it's insecurities around money, whether it's stepping in and being an influencer and being more seen, it's sharing your story. I mean, whatever, wherever the insecurities are, um, every time you feel that you kind of have to retract or edit or crawl back in your hole or um, make it about everybody else and not about you, it's just a, it's just a sign that we're going to have to do things a little differently. We're going to have to step into um, owning that mothership, motherly role, but being, um, being an influencer at the same time. Um, and the thing about cancer also is, I, like I always say that like Capricorn is like closet emo, but cancer is actually closet entrepreneur. And it's so, they're so ambitious, but it's not like the earth signs like Taurus or Capricorn or even Aries, the fire. It's like, they are like quiet about it. It's like they're the quiet entrepreneur. It's like they're, not, they're working hard. They're built, facilitating community. They're, um, you know, learning and connecting and all these like community thing. I, when I think of cancer, I always just think like you building a community of some sort. Um, but in this case, um, when we're not, you know, utilizing our, 
um, our, our talent of nourishing ourselves in that process, that's when the limiting beliefs will show up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we want to talk about the rising signs, your ascendant signs. It's in the sign of Aquarius, which is, I think this is the most awesome placement for a rising sign. I, I don't have a lot of Aquarius in me, um, but I think it's fun. Okay, so the way that other people see you, that's your rising sign, is, is Aquarius. So Aquarius is like a friggin' rebel. Um, I always make the joke uh, that like Aquarius is like that girl in high school that had like a nose ring and purple hair and um, she just didn't care. She was into her own thing. Like, so they already see you as that. That's why it's interesting to me because they, it's like they fully accept that you go your own way. Are you there? I get that. I, yeah, I'm totally here. I was just thinking like, I think that that's part of my insecurity is just like not accepting, like they already see me that way. Like I need to look at myself that way or yes. like realize that like that's who I am and it's okay to be that way. And to, go, and to fully own it, like don't just go a little bit, just go all the yeah. way because there's no other sign of the Zodiac like Aquarius when it talks about just being different, owning your individuality, showing up, I don't, however you feel like it. You know, there was a, gosh, I forget this girl, my girlfriend showed me some video of this girl who had like a YouTube channel and she was just like, she built this whole business on the most like, not random, I hate to like, cause that sounds like negative, but like it was really random. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl like really just went her own way. I'm like, this girl's got to have like Aquarius like all over her chart because it was just so different. And I think we're in, we're so fortunate that we're in a day and age where we can build businesses literally selling anything because we can reach so many people. And there's so many people out there having all different kinds of interests that I think at this point, just owning your rising in Aquarius is already going to help you. You know what it's going to do? It's already going to help you step into um, relinquishing some of those limiting beliefs and insecurities. Because when you show up being who you are, the insecurities can't, they can't thrive in that environment. Hmm. Yeah, I would have totally, I would have never thought of that. But that, yeah, that, 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 that's an aha moment. Because okay. I've, I've spent so one. much time lately. It is. I've, I've, been, I've been spending so much time lately doing shadow work. And um, I watched your shadow work with your moon sign and all, like, all of that juiciness that you made um, mm -hmm. like a month ago, a few weeks ago. So I've been totally like digging into that. And I think that that's just like the next piece in the puzzle is just like embracing my Aquarian yep. sign, like that's just right. owning it. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk about Saturn. Uh, you've got Saturn and Scorpio. So there's more Scorpio there. So this is an interesting placement. Uh, Saturn is uh, the father figure of the Zodiac. He wants to see that you have a game plan. Um, and if you have a game plan and you, even if you take small efforts towards it, he will actually reward you financially. He will reward you with opportunities. He will reward you with people. So this is a very practical placement. You have it in the sign of Scorpio. So Scorpio, as you know, is ruled by the planet Pluto. She just wants to dig in. She just wants to swim in the deep end. 
Now, here's where I want you to paint the picture. So Scorpio and Saturn go on a coffee date. And it's like, what are they going to talk about? Saturn just wants to talk about game plans and strategy and making sure that you've got, you know, he's, he's, he's practical. He's like, come on, honey. Like, he's the father. Like, we got to make sure that we're, we're, we're smart about this. So, so Scorpio is so intelligent because she's so well-read. She's already dug so deep on the roots of so many different subjects. So here's the way he's proposing. He's saying, look, you've got all this data. You've got all this. You've been digging and digging and digging your whole life. Let's take some of those, those learnings, all of that stuff you've been digging around, and let's turn it into a product. Let's turn it into a sales funnel. Let's turn it into something practical that's going to serve you years to, for years to come. And so Scorpio's like, okay, cool. That sounds good. You know, whatever. She's, all, she's practical too. Um, but she also has a tendency um, to, to get, not sidetracked, but to get stuck in her own world where it's hard for her to focus on, on maybe doing some of that more practical stuff. So he wants you, he wants you to know that if Scorpio would just decide, you know, what are these few things that you feel you have the most knowledge on and that, that light you up the most and would serve your community, right? So that moon and cancer, he wants like, which ones of those things is going to serve your community? Now, once you build this community, you have this essence of, of bringing Scorpio's energy. Remember, remember, she's your secret sauce. You start sprinkling it everywhere. It's like you pull, you you take your fishing line, you 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 cast it into the pond, and you are that 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 uh, pole is Aquarius. It's like, hi, I'm different. I'm unique. I want you to be different and unique because that they're you're mirroring them. Right? You're showing up being exactly who you are. They're looking at you going, wow, I wish I could show up being more of myself. And so you cast this, 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 this fishing line and you start, you build this community. We satisfy that emotional state of cancer where we build this community and inside that community, it's like not until they get inside the community. This is why I really want you to hear this. You don't need to share all of the things about all that deep inner working stuff that you know, remember it's your secret sauce until they're in your community. So build the community. So Pluto, uh, Saturn really wants you to go, okay, I want you to take all those work, inner workings, all that knowledge, I want, you to, I want you to monetize it. So you might even think about potentially charging for a community, but it's inside the community that they get to learn about the shadow work, that they get to learn about how to swim in the deep end of the pool. Awesome. Yeah, I was told I was totally taking notes on that. Okay, that so let's keep going here. So we've got your um, Okay, I'm gonna save that to last. You've got your north node in the sign of Gemini and you have your south node in the sign of Sagittarius. Okay, so south node is represents your natural abilities. It's basically the gifts that you were given before you even you know, we're born. Um, I always use the example of Whitney Houston. You know, she's got a, you could study singing for years. You're probably never going to sing like Whitney Houston. It's a natural ability. So in this case, you've got your South node in the sign of Sagittarius. So you are naturally somebody who wants to fly. 
It's like anybody that's going to clip your wings, um, hold you back, um, prevent you from learning more. Sagittarius is ruled by um, Jupiter. It's the, the huge planet of opportunity, of good fortune. Um, it's really about free thinking, um, higher education, foreign culture, travel, um, the philosopher. He's all very philosophical. He's got a fire in his belly. So naturally, you have an essence about you that has this, like, you, you emulate freedom in other people. You emulate, as long as your wings aren't clipped, you, you, you become a mirror to other people that want more freedom. They want to learn. Um, the, Sagittarius is a natural teacher, a natural teacher of higher extended education, not so much foundational things. Like for instance, if you are going to teach tarot in your community, right, your paid community, you would teach it in such a way that it wasn't so foundational as it was more higher education. So for instance, it doesn't have to be like, well, nobody knows how to read tarot. Like I, of course I would have to start at the beginning. Scorpio wants you to dig deeper. Come up with your own theory around what tarot means to you and then share that higher wisdom around tarot instead of being so foundational like Aries where it's like, oh, the Empress represents this and there's this many cards in the major arcana. It's not that energy. It's higher education energy. It's like, it's like tarot, you know, 501, not 101, because 501 now has your Scorpio sprinkled fairy dust on it. That's your own signature way of tarot. That's just an example. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes absolute sense. And I'm like frantically jotting down notes. <laughs> I'm sending you the replay, so, so don't good. even worry. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so, so that's a natural gift. So if you're not currently, you know, theorizing and coming up with your own, you know, higher extended version of what you're here to teach, um, and Sagittarius also has to do with spirituality, we need to implement, that's a natural ability for you to be the teacher of that. So keep that in mind. Okay. okay. Thank you. North node, the North node, which is the opposite of the South node, is actually where the challenge lies. This is your destiny. So this is where you're going to run into some hiccups. You're going to run into some limiting beliefs. You're going to run into, um, if you don't face this challenge, it'll keep showing up and it'll be a nuisance. So in this case, you have it in the sign of Gemini. Um, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. It's the planet of communication. Um, she's full of ideas. She's intellectualizes everything. So it's different than say Sagittarius, which is a fire sign ruled by Jupiter, who's all about opportunity and growth and higher extended learning. So Gemini, it's like, Gemini has this way where she knows a lot about, a, she knows a little about a lot of stuff um, and she intellectualizes everything. So she's highly educate, educated. Um, but the challenge here is that She's, she's more the student than the teacher. And if you look at the, uh, the challenge here, so sometimes we have to, uh, and, and it's, it's no wonder that you have all these certifications and all this knowledge because you are an avid learner, but there's an essence about Gemini that really wants you to 
um, challenge the way you communicate, right? It's like you have all the inner workings and the knowledge, but, but Gemini is actually a, a master at talking, a master at um, um, breaking down ideas. Um, uh, she's, she's, uh, talking about, uh, things that influence her. Um, it could even be, um, current events, right? So I think about Gemini, I'm thinking about journalism. I'm thinking about debate. I'm thinking about foreign, um, foreign affairs. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, um, worldly things. So the challenge here that I'm seeing is like, how do you take all this, these spiritual things that are, you're so naturally gifted at, right? All that sag. Um, and, and you bring that and you're now being challenged. Like, how am I going to intellectualize that so that I can appeal to people that maybe aren't as spiritual as I am? And if they are, they're like secretly spiritual. So I'm going to have to intellectualize, maybe even, um, use current events to kind of like, like, for instance, you, the first thing that you said when we got on this uh, session was like, Oh, you know, yesterday was Mercury in retrograde. I knew we were going to have technical difficulties. It's like the fact that we could use, um, you know, a current event, right? Mercury in retrograde, that's a current thing. That's like, how is that going to affect the next few days or until it leaves uh, retrograde, right? Until Mercury leaves retrograde. So that would be like, you know, you could even like, for instance, I'll just give a quick little example. Like if you wrote an article that had to do with, whatever was happening culturally, like let's use the example of the Me Too movement. So if you decided to write an article um, for your community that would resonate with them about the Me Too movement, what you would do is that you would intellectualize it versus like going all the way um, spiritual on them at that in the article. Because remember, you're not supposed to go the deeper stuff. Remember, we're doing the shallow, a little bit of more of the shallowy stuff um, and just to capture them, right? You're going to show up as Aquarius. You're going to talk more, um, not shallow, but you're not going to talk about the super deep stuff until they get in your community. So this article, it becomes an, a place for you to um, work through the challenge of Gemini where you're going to intellectualize things. So it's almost like you're going to capture, you're capturing them with Aquarius because you have their attention because you're so unique, but you're actually also intriguing them because you're actually talking to them from their mind, not their spirit, which, which is, it's like attracting someone who's like kind of addicted to knowledge which might be hard for you because you already have so much spiritual growth and development, but save that, save that Scorpio and sprinkle that on after they pay you or sprinkle that on after they join your community. Does that make sense? Yes. Makes so much sense. Yeah. So, so it's going to make even more sense. I want to talk about your, um, your kismet client. So when I'm thinking, so I'm talking about, you know, you know, working through these insecurities, showing up being exactly who you are, um, and being that leader for these people. And in this case, we're talking about your 12th house. So I bring up the 12th house. The 12th house is your subconscious mind. It's your karmic debts. It's like the stuff that you're here to work through, um, similar to the North Node. However, this is a, a, a bigger placement to work through karmic debt, and you have it in the sign of Capricorn. So I always get like excited when I see Capricorn in, in, these, in these readings, because I don't like go through all the chart when I do these readings, but when Capricorn shows up, my heart lights up a little bit. Because Capricorn is, in my opinion, is a pretty misunderstood sign. 
and um, they're an earth sign, but they are the only earth sign that has a fin because their symbol is the sea goat. So your karmic debt and the person that you're here to serve, to work, so your Kismet client is actually here to help you work through your karmic debt. And while simultaneously, while you're working it through, through them, you're helping them to work through theirs as well. So in essence, you're a mirror to each other because my philosophy around who we're here to serve with our higher calling is actually you a few years ago. So if you really think about the person that you're here to serve is not that far away from who you are right now. That's why I think even this, this example about teaching foundational tarot it's like unless you were just like scratching the surface with tarot maybe that would work but if you were already like you know you know digging you've maybe you've already done, done tarot for 10 years you wouldn't be serving your clients with 101 stuff do you see what i'm saying yes so in this case you've got it in the sign of capricorn and capricorn is is, is, is climbing the ladder. So I want you to just think right now that the person that you're here to attract is the archetype of Capricorn. Okay. So they are half goat, half fin, meaning on the, on the surface of this person, they're climbing the ladder. They're almost stoic about it. It's almost like they're, it's hard to read their emotions um, because they're so focused on climbing that mountain so that they can rest when they get to the top. So the part of like, when you see somebody climbing the ladder and they're doing it, not, I mean, I, you could even say they're doing it sort of in a masculine way, but your challenge here is to remind yourself and remind them that they have a secret fin, right? They are the closet emo person. They're not going to show it voluntarily. It will actually be very difficult for them to ever show it. But the fact that you could utilize the, 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 um, the aspect of the North Node and Gemini to appeal to them intellectually, to let them know that they have a fin where all that, those secret emotions are that they never show anybody, but they are very well there. And one of the reasons that they might be even building this business or climbing this corporate ladder or climbing this mountain and working so dang hard at it could potentially be because they are trying to uh, repress the melancholy, the depressed uh, states, the deep secret emotions that Capricorn feels but never shows to the world. Wow. This is the person you're here to serve. And they're, they're, they have a key, they, they do have a key that you can unlock. They have a lock that you can unkey. You can, they, they, there is a, someone has a key for them to, to open up to. They're just not going to do it without, um, you're going to have to appeal to them intellectually first, which would be great because until they join this community, right, this, this workshop or this mastermind or whatever it ends up being, um, that's when you'll dig deeper. But to um, bait them with the, with the, to cast the, 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 the pole and, and, and reel her in, you're going to have to appeal to her 
um, you know, uh, intellectually. That's so good. That's, yeah? Yeah. So the game plan here is, I kind of just wrap this all up for you with the bow. Okay. So you're going to save your Scorpio as your secret sauce. You're just going to save it. Just save it. It's your secret weapon. Uh, it's, it's in you innately. You probably have a hard time not sprinkling it from time to time, but just know that it's your secret sauce and don't give it away so easily. It's actually the thing that people will pay you for. Number two, you're here to create a community. You need to satisfy yourself on an emotional level, your soul level with cancer, not crawling back into the crab, but actually facilitating community where you actually, you, you use that community for your own sacred space in addition to being, creating a sacred space for them. So you actually um, feel fulfilled, right? You don't ever feel like I'm just giving and giving and giving. I'm actually facilitating a community that actually replenishes all the giving that I do simultaneously, okay? Number three, you're gonna show up very much Aquarius. Go, the weirder, the better, it's gonna catch their attention. But when you go to speak, you're going to talk intellectually to them with the North Node in Gemini. You're going to use your natural ability of higher education and your ability to be a teacher of extended learning to the Capricorn archetype kismet client, the person who is climbing the ladder but is too scared to show their emotions and it's keeping them depressed. It's keeping them secretly sad. It's keeping them potentially as workaholics. How are we doing? I am, I am so excited. It's like you're telling, you're telling me things that like on the inside, I feel like, yes. Like I feel like, yes, yes, yes. I'm so, oh my gosh. <laughs> like my mind is blown. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I need to make sure that you have a game plan before I let you go. So tell me what these next steps are that you're going to take once we, once we hang up. Okay. So I, the, the, the first step that I feel like I need to take is I really need to embrace my Aquarian side. Yes. Um, because it's, I, it's something that I've, I've felt like I know that I've been holding back because I didn't know that that was what people wanted or that's how people saw me. So the next step is really just embracing this Aquarian side. Um, what you mentioned earlier about, you know, deciding on the few things that I really feel passionate about is something that I definitely need to do because I feel like I could go a couple of different ways and I just need to, you know, pick one and go for it. And I already, like when you were like, oh, and, you know, building a community, it's like, yes, that is what I need to do. I need to build, you know, I need to build a community as a sanctuary for me as well as for them. Yes. 
Absolutely. Okay. So you're building a community, you're embracing your individuality. And just by you doing those, just those, even those two things, yes, you're going to figure out which talent you want to lean in with when you, you know, when you, they, when they join the community and you uh, start having them swim in the deep end. But the thing that's going to happen naturally, um, yes, you could do like EFT and tapping and work through limiting beliefs and insecurities, but just by you practicing stepping into your own individuality and creating a community, you actually created confidence tenfold. Because being the leader of a community will give you confidence and showing up being more of who you are and embracing your individuality or your weirdness or whatever, that will also, so you'll get more comfortable playing that role. And finally, those insecurities will be like, well, they don't, they won't have as much power anymore because you're already stepping into them. Absolutely. Because I think, I don't think, I know, I know that so many of my insecurities are around being afraid um, you know like I know that I'm weird like period mm -hmm. like I'm I'm weird I'm quirky I have you know these eccentric things about me and I've been repressing that and it's like well you don't need to do that like just be yourself and it's like oh boom insecurity gone like hi I'm an Aquarius rising nice to meet you yep like, I'm, yeah like I'm so excited about it now and I think that's also beautiful with the, with the Aquarius rising and the, the kismet client uh, Capricorn archetype is that the more you're, you're actually doing them a disservice, not showing up weirder because Capricorn is timid. And when you show up being um, more of an individual, individual, you give them more permission to um, be more of who they are because they have that repressed fin. So they always are kind of keeping a secret. So when you show up and you start like, you know, sharing your weirdness or sharing your secrets, that kind of thing, you're, you're like giving them like, oh, like, well, maybe I could talk to her about these deeper things that I feel. You know what I mean? You're giving them that opportunity. So it's really important for, for, for just being of service to them for you to do that. Awesome. I'm going like, that's. That's the one, like, I'm going to take away so much from this session with you. But, like, that's going to be the takeaway that I remember, like, 15 years from now. <laughs> is the fact that, like, I'm doing, you know, like, I'm doing them a disservice and myself a disservice by not being entirely me. Yes. Exactly. It, you, it's like you, you're not going to get the key that's going to unlock Capricorn without you doing that. It's like they need, they need to be intellectually stimulated, right? They're going to talk intellectually about X, Y, and Z, but then they also just want to know that the person, the person that they're turning to as their, as their leader in this process understands that they feel different. Capricorn feels different. And if you think about the Zodiac signs, you know, Capricorn comes before um, Aquarius. So Aquarius is one step ahead of, in, of embracing their own individuality or their own superpowers. So you always are a few steps ahead of Capricorn. Show them the way, pave the road for them. I will. <laughs> awesome. Definitely. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think we've had our aha moment. We have a game plan. Is there any final questions you have before I let you go on with your fabulous week? Um, yes, I actually, I do have a question. I saw you sent an email out, um, a while ago and I think about, was it Saturn? It was a planet. Yes. Saturn and Capricorn a, happening on December 19th. Yes. Can you, um, can you just tell me like what that like what does that mean because i was like really curious about it okay so like, what is that we're basically having like a saturn return i don't i think it's been uh it hasn't been in it so saturn's na naturally rules capricorn so we're in a, once it happens on december 19th naturally saturn is like in a very harmonious position and like i always i kind i bring up saturn in readings because he's kind of like a whippersnapper he kind of likes to crack the whip but because he's at he's joining his his partner right he's the sign that he rules he's finally he's in his comp he's in his complementary planetary aspect so what that means is saturn is all about um like physical reward right he's all about like money planning um, discipline, all that like masculine stuff. So once now that you've got this game plan of how to start to structure your, um, your marketing plan, uh, who your kismet client is, uh, all that stuff, your social media, um, you know, f influence, all that stuff. Well, now once it hits on December 19th, it's going to stay there for, uh, I think it's two years and three months. It'll be there till March 23rd, 2020. And during those next two years, Saturn wants to make sure you have a game plan because if you do and you do it for the next two and a half years, you're basically building a foundation of wealth. You're building a foundation um, where money and opportunities and people become the reward for your efforts. So if you don't know what it is that you're here to sell, you don't know your higher calling, um, you're still you know, flapping in the wind, wind not, not understanding which way to go, then Saturn is just gonna, he's gonna eat you alive. He's gonna make he's gonna make it hard for you to to build without the game plan. So right now I'm like encouraging my clients like discover your signature system, work through the limiting beliefs because once Saturn hits, he's just gonna be like, I'm not gonna give you anything without seeing the game plan. So get started, don't wait. Awesome. Yeah, that's that is extra extra like push for me okay that's what we need and okay. and yes you know you know i purposely you know started doing these readings i want people to have this foundational thing i think this is so important for anybody who's an entrepreneur that's you know has some questions about their business get those questions answered today um by the new year let's start implementing the game plan and that's why I'm like very passionate. I have a program um, starting in January. It's called the light worker. It's all about, um, we're actually building, creating and launching together in three days, a subscription based product. So we can, for the next two years, we're going to start getting members, start creating residual and passive income stream. I am going to make Saturn like the happiest planet alive. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I know I'm such a dork, but that's, that's where I'm seeing Saturn's influence. It's, it, I think it's a harmonious influence because he's in his natural state, but it's going to feel very hard for those who don't have a game plan. It's they're going to, they're going to be paying the price because Saturn will, will not reward those who don't, are not disciplined and do not have a plan of action to work towards their goals. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Stina, for being a part of the Rising Star Project. This has been an absolute joy. Your chart is so interesting. From one Scorpio stellium to another, there's no wonder. I, I'm sure I feel very deeply that you are a kismet client of my own. And I look forward to serving you in the future and just wanted to thank you and give you so much gratitude for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. I think the people that are listening right now are like, wow, that was freaking helpful to me as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. I, I truly hope that I can be of, of help to somebody who's listening. I really do. That would be so awesome. Oh, and I, I I'm so, so many. glad that you. No, I oh. was just saying I get so many people like thanking me just, for this podcast. So it's to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. It's so awesome to have gotten this reading from you. And like, I'm, I'm like, stunned at like yeah it's it's so awesome like I'm I'm so excited and I'm gonna have like I know that I ran you know a few points by you but I'm gonna get like my game plan laid out like hammered out flat Sweet. before the 19th yeah me and Saturn are gonna be BFFs for the All next right. two years. that's my girl that this is music to my ears this is wonderful Oh, thank you so much. Awesome, girl. Well, thanks again for being a part of the, the program. Thank you to our listeners. Um, hope you guys have subscribed. Leave your comments. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. If there is one thing every good entrepreneur knows is the power of being more of who you are in every situation. Like Stina, whose rising sign was in the sign of Aquarius, we learned that when you embrace your weirdness, you give others permission to be more of who they are. Whether it's changing your visual appearance or owning the fact that you have an incredible rock collection, never be afraid to own who you are. You just might discover that many of those insecurities you're experiencing that are holding you back to living out your soul's mission will transcend into confidence the moment you say yes to you. So go ahead, get that tattoo, dye your hair pink, and say what you came here. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.